What's going on, Hokie Nation? Giovanni Heater here with you, coming at you with episode two of our brand new show on the Sons of Saturday, Hokie Heat. Thanks so much for being with us. Went ahead and attended Virginia Tech football practice yesterday and had a great time. They give us about 20 minutes to view things. A lot of just fundamental drill play, not a lot of scheming going on, not a lot of one-on-one opportunity to really see any true offense versus defense. There was one one-on-one setup between the linebackers and the tailbacks in the passing game coming out of the backfield. But other than that, just a lot of simple fundamental drill play, but still gave us a nice sight at some of these players and everything to look out for. So I think the biggest thing to start out with on today's quick little segment has to be that the captains were announced yesterday after football practice. Brent Pry came out, let the entire team know who the captains were going to be for the 2022 Virginia Tech football campaign. And here's your list. At linebacker, none other than Dax Hollyfield. I think everybody expected Dax to be a captain. No surprise there. This is his second year being a captain after he did it a season ago. So great to see Dax doing that and getting that leadership role. He just has that leadership presence. He takes command of this entire defense, but the entire team as a whole. Second, your starting quarterback, who was just named a couple of days ago, none other than Grant Wells. And he looks fantastic. He looks sharp at practice. Uh, Again, a lot of just drill play, but fundamentally sound. I mean, he looked like he had the best touch on the ball. He had the fastest uh, spiral. I mean, he just kind of had the complete package. Didn't really get to see him run around a lot, but uh, he looks like he had the best, the strongest, the most accurate arm. After that, it's Chamari Connor, safety. And I don't think there's any surprise there. He Uh, War number 25 to start out last season against North Carolina. So that just goes to show the kind of leader and the kind of player that he is. And he carried that all throughout last year. And he's come in with a big uh, chip on his shoulder, ready to go this year as well. So uh, has completely bought into what Brent Pry and and this coaching staff has to offer. And Chamari Connor is awarded a captain's position. On the offensive line, Silas Danzi. I mean, a lot of these are going to be, I don't think there's any surprises. I think these are the perfect captains for this football team. No doubt about that. He's the leader of that unit at the defensive tackle spot, Narell Pollard. We actually got to talk with Narell after practice yesterday. He had some really good things to say about his defensive line unit and uh, how he's been able to teach a lot of the younger guys. And there is a bit of an age gap there. There's a lot of uh, younger guys, and then you have some experienced guys at the top half of it. So it's been really good for the younger guys to learn from a vet like Narell Pollard, and Pollard, excuse me, and he's uh, a captain. Then at wide receiver, Caleb Smith. I mean, he's the leader of the wide receiver room. They're going to look to him all year long to make big plays offensively uh, at the wide receiver spot. I think if there's anybody that's capable of doing it, it's definitely Caleb Smith. And with this new passing game uh, and, a, and a really elite passing quarterback from you know what has been said about Grant Wells, who better to throw the ball to than Caleb Smith? And then your punter, Peter Moore, is a captain for Virginia Tech. Just went on scholarship a year ago, and now he's a team captain. So awesome. I mean, he also talked to us after practice, talked about how he's been in the weight room, wants to add some significant hang time to his punts. He wants to average about 47 yards a punt. And overall, though, he just wants the special teams unit uh, to really flourish and and be efficient across the board, whether it's uh, field goals, whether it's punting, whatever it may be, kickoffs. And uh, he's actually going to be the holder for the field goals. So Peter Moore, very important part of the special teams unit. He gets awarded uh, a captain spot. And it's really interesting, too. He was asked the question yesterday, how, as a punter, 
do you kind of emerge as a captain and, and truly lead a team? You know, how are you going to go up to a defensive lineman and tell them, you know, that they got to get it together or, or do their job better or, or coach them in a way as a player? And he said he's in a completely different situation than a lot of the other captains because it is hard to do that. He said he knows his role. He knows when it's time for him to speak up and when it's time for him to step back and, and let the other captains and coaches do their job. And uh, he said the biggest thing, though, is just leading by example and coming into work every day uh, with the right mindset, doing what he needs to do and uh, just giving it his all every day. So it's really leading by example for Peter Moore. And I think you have some very vocal captains on this squad and you have some more quiet captains. And I think across the board, it makes up for a really evenly balanced team of captains here. Like Dax, very vocal guy. Tramari Connor going to be a little less vocal. Peter Moore going to be a little less vocal. Um, but I think across the board, this is uh, the perfect team of captains for this Virginia Tech football team. Well, again, at practice yesterday, another thing that was huge was the vibes and the energy. I mean, there was just this immense intensity. And I have to uh, go ahead and uh, quote Mark Packer. And I actually heard this from David Cunningham. Um, but Mark Packer talked about how the intensity at a Virginia Tech football practice uh, has been different than anywhere else in the ACC that they've seen on their ACC road trip going everywhere. It's just a different level of intensity with Brent Pry bringing that Big Ten Penn State grit to Virginia Tech. And uh, you notice it. You notice it. Guys are flying all over the place. They're hitting each other hard. I mean, in-game, live-type uh, football. Uh, they're being coached incredibly hard. The coaches are very vocal. They're they're right there, uh, very loud. Um, and it was just – it just had a different feel. It was something special to watch. It was really, really cool to just feel the vibe and the intensity. Um, it was contagious, and I think everybody picked up on it. Another thing to talk about, five guys – that stood out to me yesterday attending practice. I think number one, you have to start out with head coach Chris Marv, or excuse me, not head coach, defensive coordinator and linebackers coach Chris Marv. Um, he is just as intense as it gets. I mean, he is loud. He is animated. He commands the attention of the room. And it's really, really cool to see him coach up those linebackers specifically. Because again, he didn't really split up into offense, defense. It was position groups doing fundamental stuff, but especially when it came time for the one-on-ones between the tailbacks and the linebackers. I mean, if a linebacker got beat by one of the running backs, he was all over it. But on the contrary to that, if someone made a big time tackle, he was also all over that as well. Um, so it was just his intensity can be felt. Uh, he's an intimidating guy, and but, but he cares, and he puts his heart and soul into it, and it's just really fun to watch Chris Marv coach. Uh, he just – your eyes go right to him. Eyes and ears, full attention right there every time. Number two has to be Brian Murphy, redshirt senior defensive back. Really interesting – or excuse me, Brian Murray. I apologize. Um, he had a situation where – goes out there doing defensive back work. They're just kind of hanging out of the hip. It's a drill, and – he went and he was supposed to jump the route and make an interception and he dropped it kind of dove up, fell out of his hands as he fell to the ground. And he was disciplined enough to pull himself aside out of the drill and assess himself push-ups. Um, and we put that out on Twitter, the videos out there, 
because he dropped an interception before he got back in line and, and did it all over again. So uh, he really stood out for that. The redshirt senior looked good. He looked poised. Um, but that alone just kind of really stood out. I think number three, Grant Wells. I mean, there's not enough good things you can say about this guy. Those balls were on a rope. Uh, he had some touch on the deeper passes. They didn't really air it out too much. Um, but, I mean, he just looked like the best quarterback out there as far as his arm talent. Granted, that is all that we saw. We didn't see them run. We didn't see them even face a defense. It was just routes to wide receivers. But uh, he did have some really nice touch on the ball, uh, but also had some speed behind it as well. And the spiral was was very, very tight. Next, you go to uh, none other than Jaden Keller, the redshirt freshman linebacker. He had a deflection that was really impressive. He was very, very physical at linebacker, and he is a big dude, let me tell you. 6'3", 223. He's a presence. He's a force. And um, he's just, for how young he is, I think a very bright future, um, a possible big spot in the rotation for linebackers in the years to come. Uh, so he, he just stood out with physicality, made a couple of really nice pass deflections when they were coming out of the backfield with that one-on-ones with the linebackers and the tailbacks. So uh, he really stood out. And then number five, I have running back, redshirt freshman again, Kenji Christian, 6'2", 207. And, you know, you saw guys like Keyshawn King and some of these other running backs kind of try and be more elusive, shifty, juke out the linebacker, create their space that way. Kenji Christian took it a different route. He went at him full head of steam, just absolutely laid it into them, you know, shoulder to shoulder and uh, broke off, created the separation using contact and then made some really nice catches. He had one where he went boom, right at the linebacker, smashed into him, cut off to the right. The ball comes, it's a one-on-one. And with a guy draped all over his back, probably pass interference, he goes up and he's able to suction cup that that football to his hands and pull it down for a really nice catch. So Kenji Christian, the redshirt freshman tailback, really stood out and he's got great size. I mean, true power back type size, 6'2", 207. And, you know, only adding to that frame in the weight room. So Kenji Christian uh, stood out at practice. And it's kind of cool to see a lot of these guys that aren't necessarily in the starting rotation, right? Like Kenji Christian, obviously a little lower on the depth chart, um, not even in the two deep, really, for running backs. uh, Definitely lower than that. And But to see guys like that emerge at practice, to see them working that hard, to see them be the ones impressing at practice is – if you want to look at a glass half full anyways, is, you know, relieving in some ways, it's showing the depth that is being built on this football team by Brent Pry and company. So who'd we talk to yesterday after practice? We talked to JC Price, Peter Moore, and Narelle Powered, like I mentioned. Uh, JC kind of gave the same old, same old that he would give, um, you know, talked about how hard they've been working, um, you know, talked about who's been up, who's been down. The one thing that kind of uh, stood out. He said Gunnar Givens is is struggling a little bit, but they're working hard at it. So uh, that kind of stood out that Gunnar Givens might take a little more time to to figure things out. Um, again, uh, came out of Lord Botetot. Um, He's an incoming freshman. He's a freshman this year. Uh, came halfway through the year, so he was here in the spring semester last year. So interesting to hear him talk about Gunnar. But other than that, you, you pretty much got the same old, same old out of J.C. Price. It was cool to listen to Peter Moore. I think he's just stoked to be a captain. 
Um, talked about how he leads by example, but also talked about, you know, how he's been working in the weight room, what goes into trying to develop uh, his advancements in his hang time that he's trying to do. He's trying to get, an, you know, an extra second or two on his hang time. So he's talking about a lot of the explosive exercises that he's been doing in the uh, weight room. A lot less, you know, as far as weight total, um, instead of heavier, it's a little bit lighter and a lot more explosive. You're kind of exploding into the movement. So it was pretty cool to, to listen to him talk about that. And then uh, Narell Pollard um, had nothing but great things to say about this defensive line unit. I think he's a great leader, uh, great presence there. Uh, so between J.C. Price and Narell Pollard, you got a lot of information on the front seven. So it'll be pretty cool uh, to hear all about that. Well, that kind of wraps up our short segment today. What's next for Hokie Heat? We'll definitely have a longer segment for you next time. We're going to talk about uh, some different things. Break down the schedule. We're going to talk about kind of what is the ceiling in the basement of this Virginia Tech football team. And uh, we'd like to have a guest on as well. But uh, that'll be coming to you on Tuesday. Stay tuned for another Hokie Heat on Tuesday afternoon. But for now, I'm Giovanni Heater. Can't thank you guys enough for always tuning in. And, uh, of course, Hokie Heat is brought to you by Roback. Go ahead and use uh, discount code SUNSVT for 20% off your first purchase. Again, Hokie Heat is presented by Roback. And uh, we sold out of the Virginia Tech shirt just like that in a couple of hours the first day they were available. But they got plenty of comfortable, really nice attire. Go ahead and check out Roback. All right. We'll see you on Tuesday. As always, go Hokies.